Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Good Human Podcast and today we're going to answer a few more questions that we've had from our listeners. So let's just go ahead and get straight, straight into, into it. Straight into them. Okay, question. Why am I not getting any better at CrossFit? I train four times a week. I'm a 26-year-old female and I think my diet is quite good. So the CrossFit... Four times a week. Yep. Sexual females, so they should be getting easy gains, and they think, and that's all. They think their diet's quite good. That's yeah, that, that's no, no detail about the diet. Okay, so four times a week. Um, if you are going in and you're make, putting effort in every time, yes. Um, you're not just like chatting to your mates and stuff, and there, there's room for that in your life too. But if you're going in every time and you're uh, pushing yourself. Um, and you're looking for progress with the weights and everything and you're meeting the standards that are set for that workout the stimulus mm -hmm. and all that for the day then you should definitely be getting results mm -hmm. um, from four times a week yes. almost regardless of your diet however <laughs> there was an almost yes. in there there was an almost so 26 year old female you would expect easy results yeah um another conversation for another day why older people might not get such good results different question we'll talk we'll definitely talk about that <laughs> on another day <laughs> am i old <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um so i think my diet is quite good it's probably not yeah that's so my head but this is where people will automatically go oh that's because she's just eating loads of junk food and pizzas isn't it eh, it might be it might be she's not eating enough, enough yeah so common problem in crossfit it's definitely all across the board you know it's, but it's a common problem um and it's not just a female problem it's mm -hmm. a it's every it's an all-person problem right where they're doing the training they're loving it but they want things to happen faster mm -hmm. and they think that okay if i was lighter it'll be easier so they're not necessarily wrong that depends on the individual mm -hmm. They cut their calories too hard yeah this is actually a common dieting problem yeah. is people cut their calories by five or six hundred they're like crawling around on 1200 calories a day for any delicious that's a crazy amount to be cutting <laughs> right crazy so part of that problem comes from they don't know how many calories is maintenance for them yes so she's now started training four times a week she's maybe been doing it for like a did she say a year no uh, no she's not saying no. that was the point i was going yeah, to make so we don't know how long she's been doing uh, it for right so four times a week like so she maybe doesn't know what that training maintenance is yes, for her. you know it's, we don't know anything about her height and body weight or anything so but we'll take her as an average let's say she's five foot six and weighs like um oh i only work in kilos let's, what, wait 140 pounds maybe so like 70 kilos yeah, 65, under 130 pounds 70 kilos so she's like a decent body weight yeah. uh, it's not overweight not underweight like it's just it, probably about right mm -hmm. um but she doesn't know how much energy expenditure is being taken up by doing her crossfit and her daily life yeah and it might be about 2200 calories mm -hmm. but she's maybe underestimating that and thinking it's more like 1800 because maybe in the past when she was sedentary yes maybe it was, was. Okay. or when you started she's not said how long she's done that for yeah. so it might be that you need to eat more now that happened with us that happened with me yeah 
I had to increase my calories. And it also might be, she said, why am I not getting any better CrossFit? If you've been doing it for say two years, how often are you expecting to see progress? You know, if you've not seen any within a month, Mm, that's not right. That yeah, so I'm, I'm going all over on the diet, but that might have nothing to do with it. Yeah. The diet might be okay. Yeah, you might have a few bad weeks, or it's just normal not to make progress super like every week anymore. Yeah. You know, are you realistic about your expectations? Yeah. So she's maybe, oh, actually, do you know, you, you're so right. So common people get that linear progress in that That's, first year mm -hmm. and it just ramps up like this, <laughs> and they're having a great time every time they look every time they pass the barbell, just they, they brush past it like they can add some kilos. <laughs> just like and they're having like a great time and they feel like superhuman and they're on top of they're going home, they're telling their family, yeah. Oh my god, so I I, I snatched twenty-five and then it's like I snatched twenty-seven and a half and I totally used the weight that I used like three months ago, but I did it faster. Yeah. And they live off that that high pretty much every time they go in. Yeah. They're progress. a bit better. Mm -hmm. And then here's the real reality check. You do CrossFit as long as me, you're actually gonna get worse at it. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. It's character building. It's character building. Um like that upward trajectory, and that was a joking, not joking, because that upward trajectory cannot carry on mm -hmm. forever. Otherwise, we would all be back squatting 500 kilos. That, and you can be in the gym for a month and feel like you're just getting worse or nothing's moving the needle. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it can happen after two months. We don't know anything about her sleep yeah. or her stress or she's got kids. That period or... of time in our life as well yeah. you don't know what's going on like is she in a good relationship is she in a supportive relationship yeah. somebody you know? grieving are you you know stuff yeah. like that can all affect your life that right? life life stuff mm -hmm. so if you just take the training as an isolated thing it becomes quite simple are you eating enough are you training properly are your expectations realistic yes but that's not life like that's just, and I think people can do this with their training. They sort of compartmentalize it and set set it apart from life, yeah. you know. And when people come to me and they they ask, uh, say something like that, like mm -hmm. why am I not getting any better? Uh, like I can be quite guilty as well for going, well, are you eating enough? Are you drinking enough water? Have you got electrolytes? You know, some of the low hanging fruit questions. But after I stand and talk to them for a little while, it might occur to me to go, what's your work like? Yeah. What's your relationship like? Things outside the gym. What's your sleep like? Mm -hmm. Do you drink? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Like sometimes I get answers, sometimes I don't, but I think these are questions that people, it's worth asking yeah. for themselves. To factor in. Actually, it turns out that's quite a big question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot to say there. Yeah, I think there's, because there's a lot, there's potentially an awful lot of layers to why somebody might be getting progress, not getting progress. Yeah, it's not always obvious either. Yeah. yeah. Or like, they might just not be trying hard enough when they're in the gym. <laughs> Give that one. Right. <laughs> Try harder. That is it. <coughs> going in and not just going through the motions, yeah. you know. Like, I think, effort. like that comfort level as well, like you've got, you've got better at it you find it easier and you quite enjoy finding it easier yeah. so maybe you use a slightly lighter weight because you know that you can rep it out quickly and you can finish first mm -hmm. <laughs> no. 
Nobody ever does that. Finish first in the warm-up. No one ever does that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you win the warm-up. <laughs> um, like, I think that's a trap someone could fall into pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Right, okay, cool. Cool, cover that. That was a good question. Thank you. Next question. My three best friends from high school haven't really grown up. They still want to have fun by partying and drinking. I am more into getting an early night and going to the gym. I feel like they just won't take any responsibility for their health and it's beginning to cause friction in our friendship. Is there something I can do to get them to care about their health more? And how do I stop them asking me to go out partying with them? They just don't seem to understand that I have changed. Some big question. Yeah, man. I bet that's a common, common problem as well. Yeah. We don't, we don't know how old this person is. Um, so how old are their school friends? How long have they had them? You know, are they 18 or are they like, maybe it doesn't matter actually though. Maybe it doesn't matter. I think it's the same problem regardless. Like people who you treasure that have been your friends forever and you love them. Yeah. Like you really love being with them, mm. but you've changed and they've not. Yeah, you've grown a little bit. You know, but especially in that three dynamic where there's, or like four dynamics, sorry, where there's three friends that are yeah. lagging best friends. and you're moving on. Yeah. It's hard. I tell you that is, at any age, I think what you said yeah. there can happen to you at any age. And just as you, as your interests change, what you value, what you consider to be fun. You could actually imagine that in a relationship as well, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. You've been married for 20 mm -hmm. years and, yeah. You just grow and then you're just going off into a different direction. And like maybe they are, maybe you still love them just as much yeah. and like you're still having a great laugh with them and everything. You still love spending time with them. But they're wanting to spend time drinking and partying yeah, and you're you wanting enjoy. to spend time like chatting you know, and like looking after yourself better mm -hmm. and uh, like so you don't want to be i don't even know if dragged down is the right like they're not bad they're not wrong yeah so i think that which actually i think this idea of changing them is i know you like you care so you like you've seen the light yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> let <laughs> you, me preach to you all yeah, yeah, yeah. And you want to spread spread the joy spread like you don't know how good you could feel you could yeah. feel so good shoving a carrot down our mouth we don't say carrot <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know you could feel so good if only you knew if only you knew if you if you only you stopped the drinking and the partying and you you trained with me oh my god you'd like that me my friends Oh, mm -hmm. I think it's probably a lot of people and a lot of their friends and yeah. their family and their relationships. Yeah. So then I think like don't try and change them. That you can't you can't change anybody. You know, That's a lesson. Love love them for who they are and love mm -hmm. them for the relationship that you have with them. Yeah. And I'm certain they'll like if it's a good long like relationship, mm -hmm. then they'll love you back just yeah. the same. But what will break that is if you start trying to change them. Yeah, and you get resentful you of know? it. Like, if they are really trying to drag you in, like, so I think this is something else that comes up a lot, like, with work colleagues and stuff as well. Like, if, there are, if they are actually trying to sabotage you, like, what do you do? Right, I'll tell you, nobody has ever tried to sabotage me. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I don't let them. Yeah. I don't let them. So if somebody looks at my food and is like, are you sure you don't want one of these? No, I'm good. Yeah, I think when people realise there's you're not biting yeah. in a sense. Like and I, I don't um I don't then make fun of what they're eating. 
Yes. You know, so I don't then try and bring them down, down that. and make them, like, you can't make somebody feel bad, but, you know, like, be careful that, like, you're not making the situation, like, you're not actually creating a bit of the situation. You're not judging them yeah, and making them feel that. judged and creating that. Yeah. Like, yeah. let them be, enjoy them for who they are, mm -hmm. like, allow them to live and grow. And I'll tell you something else don't tell people to change show them the change mm -hmm. just show them passively yeah. you live your life doing the things that have created greater happiness for you mm -hmm. and if they are ready they'll ask yeah that's very true if you force it on them they will never ask ever no people get their back up about when you're trying to get somebody to change what you're essentially saying is you're not good enough and what you're doing is not right. So true. People get their back up about yeah, that. And, and you know, they should. Yeah. yeah. Somebody coming in and telling you how to live your life. Yeah. But people aren't ready to hear something. They just they just won't. You can't impose that onto somebody or they will feel you know like what this brings me back to <laughs> control. Yeah. <laughs> control. Is... I've been discussing this with Beth a lot recently as um relinquishing control and not feeling the need to control everybody and your mm. environment and a great deal of your unhappiness is coming from your desire to be in control of everything and this goes for pretty much everybody yeah it will be everyone like if you and don't sit there telling yourself that it's not you when <laughs> it, <fucking> is. it <laughs> is i like now now i see this i can't unsee it mm -hmm. and when you look at somebody and you disapprove of their lifestyle it's because you want to control what they're doing maybe in some way you think it affects you mm -hmm. but it only affects you if you make it so mm -hmm. this needs to uh, change people change what they're doing change their behavior change how they dress change how they look and you're like like I don't like what they're wearing I don't like their yeah. I don't like your vest mm -hmm. you know it offends me you know like i'm trying to control yes. who you are and what you're doing rather than going i love you just how you how you are yeah i'm just being okay i with don't how they need are. to control yeah. it mm -mm. i don't need to change you to fit, fit some sort of perfect ideal that fits into my perfect world better mm -hmm. and when you relinquish that control it's all sunshine and rainbows yeah it's is. all cool i love you for who you are and yeah. it's pretty cool that you're not exactly how I, you know I would pencil out in a notepad or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and right, would you really want people to be like that anyway? Yeah, they're a bit boring. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Some sort of like perfect replication of yourself. Yeah, no, you're right. And I think that with that lady in particular, you can't, your friends enjoy what they enjoy. And if you don't, that's fine. And what I would say actually is a different point is sometimes it's just okay that maybe those people just aren't your friends anymore you know it's okay yeah. to move on from yeah, people yeah right um yeah i probably wouldn't have gone down that route but yeah actually it's totally and sometimes you can actually cause yourself more when you cling on to things like this is my friend group in a sense that's trying to control it and um, but clinging on to things that don't work for you anymore can be so draining yeah and you can feel you can feel even lonelier hanging out with people who don't enjoy the same things as you. Maybe don't get you 
quite anymore. Maybe they were great friends at one point. They're not bad people anymore. Mm -hmm. But remember, friendship is a dynamic between two people. And if they're one, pushing your boundaries and what you want to do. So you're saying to people, I don't want to come out, don't want to drink. And they're still trying to force it down your throat. They're not listening. Mm -hmm. um, you could argue, is that a friendship then? Mm -hmm. um, and is that friendship you want to be part yeah. of? Um, yeah. And just just know it's okay. And I think we're very much fed the opposite. That it's, you know, stick with your friends and like stick with people. And change is great. Mm -hmm. Change is great. And for you to grow up and move on, perfect. Again, nothing wrong with that friend group. Yeah. Do you know, honestly, I think nothing will bring you more joy than surrounding yourself with like-minded people. That, 100%. You'll mm -hmm. really find people who have a shared interest. Yeah. And you can have fun with them and have a laugh with them uh, talking about and doing the stuff that you actually enjoy yeah, like you know that you. whole like you're the sum total of the five people you spend most time with true there is insane amount of truth in that 100%. and i would i would encourage anybody everybody to assess that yeah, you will never feel lonelier than when you're spending time with people that don't get you yeah. don't know, and that counts for friendships and relationships yeah. and frustrated and angry mm -hmm. unhappy yeah. like yeah absolutely absolutely look at do, do the people you spend time with enrich your life yeah. and the direction that you want it to go yeah yeah, yeah. and like, like you said it doesn't make those old friends bad people yeah, they're just not for you anymore yeah it's okay that's okay yeah, so yeah. I think we covered that. Great. Thanks. No, I yeah. think that was pretty good. Yeah, that was, that was a good question. Yeah. Okay, next question. You talked about not having confidence on looks. So this was in our last podcast, I think we talked mm -hmm. about this. Yeah. I think I understand, but how can I feel confident about myself if I don't like how I look? <laughs> Well, sure, they did understand. <laughs> no, that's a really cute question. No, it's um, yeah. And I really, I mean that in a really nice way because I also think that is, I, that is, that is going to be a misunderstanding completely. Mm -hmm. Like, so somebody's looking at themselves in the mirror, or on a, got Lord knows on video, right? <laughs> and they're going. I'm this, I'm that, I'm so ugly, I'm so unattractive, I'm so this, whatever, you know, so fat or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, they're automatically looking for all the negatives and they really believe those negatives. How can you possibly be confident if that's what you're seeing? Yeah. But you won't see that if you're confident. So is this some sort of hideous infinite loop that you can't get out of? Mm -hmm. uh, no, no, it's something that progresses and happens over time. So your confidence doesn't come from this. Your confidence comes from in here and in here and here. Mm -hmm. What do you see, think and feel about yourself and about other people? Yeah. Because I'll tell you, if there are negatives attached to those things, what you think, see and feel about yourself and other people, if there are negatives attached to those things, you are not going to be confident. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Only nice people are confident. Yeah, very true. And I think this is a, a complete misunderstanding because people see arrogance as confidence when it's the opposite. Yeah. People see ego as confidence when it's the opposite. Mm -hmm. 
the things that produce arrogance and ego are the lack of confidence. Yeah. So your confidence comes in a certainty that you are a good person. Yeah. And that you will do right by other people that. and that you will do right by yourself. Yeah. And that you won't uh, mistreat somebody. Mm -hmm. uh, and pay attention to your thoughts because you might verbalise all the correct things because you know in a textbook sense that's the right thing. Mm -hmm. But internally, you might be disrespecting people all the time. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. That disrespect comes from the insecurity in yourself and it's a projection. So that's, so say you look at somebody and you think to yourself, oh my God, look at the state of them. They're so, they're so fat. Mm -hmm. You know, and you, that, you didn't verbalise it. You literally just were driving past in your car and you thought it. Yeah. So that is all you. Mm -hmm. That is all you. Now, why would you have a negative thought about somebody that you do not know mm -hmm. being overweight? Yeah. Unless there was something, so some of it can be learned behaviour. You've learned to have that narrative, long-term habits. But some of it could be that you have either like a hangover from something you believed about yourself when you were younger mm -hmm. or something that you believe about yourself now um, and that you've not dealt with, you've not moved on past or that you've not even identified. So really sit on that one for a while and think about what do you think about other people yeah. when you're on your own mm -hmm. and it's only an internalised thought. Because uh, I think people's argument to that could be but they are fat or they are this and they are that. But for you to internally think that about somebody else so they have no nothing to do with them, okay? What you're trying to do to yourself is make you feel better. Make you feel better because you're not like that and you're not like them. And that is a fist to your ego when you think you're better than. So they might be all that, but you internalise it. That's why it matters. Because I think people would come to you and say, but they are like that. So that's why it matters. And I think what you said, you said about having good values now. One of the best things that has helped with my confidence and just being okay in who I am is understanding that me as a person, I'm not perfect. It's okay not to be perfect, but you allow yourself that grace and you allow it for other people. Just allow people to be imperfect. Yeah, they're overweight. Okay, and what? We move on now. You allow that same grace for yourself. Know that you made mistakes, you're not perfect, but you have good values. You're a nice person. You wake up every day with intent to treat people kind. You work hard, X, Y, Z. Those things will do more for your confidence than looking a certain way ever will. I'm just going to pick up on something else there as well, just reminded me. Um, it's not enough in and of itself just to be a nice person because being nice and being kind can come from a place of submissiveness. Yes. So a desire to make people like you mm -hmm. or to behave, say, to a partner who's dominant and domineering, yeah. maybe disrespectful. Even yeah. You know, so you become excessively submissive and ni nice mm -hmm. in order to please. Yes. And this is where like it can tip over into something else. So don't just run around ingratiating people, mm. thinking, well, this is where confidence comes from. 
it's about knowing you're a good person. Yes. And knowing that you have respect for people. Mm -hmm. And that includes yourself. Self, that. Mm -hmm. That includes yourself. And maybe even yourself above all. Yeah. Because see, if you don't like yourself, you're not going to be confident. No. And, yeah. So people go back to the, yeah, but I don't like the way I look. So I get it, Anne. I get it. Right, you're telling me that confidence comes from within and, blah, 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 and like you're a nice person. Okay, cool. I still don't like the way I look. But I still don't like the way I look. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that is from this idea of like, so you still haven't got there. You're still projecting onto other people. So you're still, I promise you, you are still having negative thoughts about other people because if you don't like the way you look, that is based on what you think other people think of you. Because mm -hmm. if you were on your own, on an island, with no one to see you, mm -hmm. you do not give a fuck about how you look. It's also why models and all these people, celebrities, can dislike how they look as well and not be confident and put up with terrible behaviour. Wild, right? Because apparently yeah. they're perfect. That. So that's how we know it's nothing to do with how you look. There is no perfect. No, that. There is no perfect. I said to somebody um, just the other day there uh, that they were perfect just the way they were. And they looked at me like they wanted to punch me in the face. <laughs> when it, I do get it. I do get it. But like another, another way to reframe it is you're just okay the way you are. Like you are fine. You're totally. The word perfect fine. is so loaded, but it shouldn't be. Yeah. Because fine and perfect, in context, are the same. Mm -hmm. People just get carried. So, you're still not there with the confidence if you cannot accept that you are perfect the way you are. Yeah. Meaning you do not have to change. Yeah. You are fully accepting of yourself the way you are. Mm -hmm. um, you might still want to change. That's different. Yes. There's a difference between feeling like you have to because that's an external projection that you think is coming onto you, but it's not, it's coming from inside you. <sighs> I'll concentrate here. <laughs> um, if you fully accept who you are right now, yes. in this moment, you know that you're a good person, you treat people well, you treat yourself well, you've given it a lot of thought, like you realize that the least interesting thing about you the mm -hmm. least important thing about you yeah. is the way that you look. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. It's so insignificant. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people will say to me, like, how are you so confident? And they think it's an external thing. But that, but that external confidence is a projection from me of my internal confidence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's an expression yeah. of all the time that I have put in to making sure that the narrative that goes on in my head and that comes out of my mouth mm -hmm. as best as I am capable of at the moment is positive. Mm -hmm. And it is a unending task because I still get it wrong. Mm -hmm. Of course I do. Of course some days I'm tired and I'll have a passing negative thought about someone or about me or I'll get I'll start to get caught up in some gossipy stuff yes. and I'll before I know it, I'm saying something negative about someone mm -hmm. that isn't in line with who I want to be. And that will then detract from my confidence. Mm -hmm. So it is a multi-layered thing. 
totally. making sure that people treat you well yeah. you know not accepting uh, lower levels of behavior from other people yeah because when you start to allow that that dents your confidence yeah and then it's a bit of a cycle then actually yeah. as well so there, there's a lot of a lot of aspects to it it's not a here's the thing that the internet hates it's nuance yeah, it's nuance <laughs> it's not as simple as one catchy little sentence no, and it changes it that as well it doesn't change overnight no no that's inner work that you have to work yeah. on constantly it becomes easier because yes. you become more of that person mm -hmm. a larger percentage of you is that person that is happy with the words that come out of their mouth yeah. and you know their their physical positioning within the world uh, and how they uh, accept speak to and think of other people their behaviors uh, that gets easier the more you get it right yeah. you're, you're undoing years of habits as well yeah. you know it's just it's ritualistic to think a certain way and to have those certain thoughts so be okay with the fact that you're aware of this now but tomorrow you're not going to wake up 100% confident because yeah. it just doesn't happen. You're not going to read that one self-help book and then it all makes sense. It's not just a post on it's Instagram. It's all this and that. It's not. It's consistent like anything. Yeah. Like diet and fitness, it's consistent work over a long period of time. Yeah. And slowly you just well, start to believe. Though, anyone can do it. Anybody, yeah. Dare I say it takes a little bit of confidence to believe you can do it. How <laughs> <laughs> do I get that confidence? <laughs> You just gotta start. Oh, yeah. You've got to start and you've got to be willing to fail. Yeah. And but not take that failure as a sign that it's not for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That you can't do it. Yeah. You can't get there. When I was a child I was told I was shy. Oh my god. Yeah, right. That was a very like that was a long thing for me as a kid. Oh I just she's shy. Like Yeah, no me a long time to realize i wasn't shy mm -hmm. i was well into my teens before i realized that i i wasn't actually shy and you're that how you perceive yourself and what you've been told from other people about yourself isn't actually true that so you know that was a childhood thing for me but a lot of people will have had things like that in their adult yeah. like a boss telling them like you know whatever it is yeah. oh you you stumble over your words when you're doing presentations because you're so nervous oh well that's gonna help Terrible <laughs> I've heard things said like this so many oh, yeah. times. Like, oh, we're going to <laughs> we're going to do this role playing thing at work. You're probably going to be really awkward and nervous doing it, but it's worth it. Well, don't tell me I'm going to be awkward and nervous. nervous. Yeah. So you know, then then you could go, oh well, that's their fault that I felt like that. Okay, so that person, the boss, has got a lot to learn about confidence right and <laughs> being a boss but you also have to learn not to take on other people's narrative of you. absolutely you know and to allow other people to be fundamentally incorrect and you be okay with that that that's that people aren't perfect it's okay yeah they're okay not being perfect if you ever catch yourself saying they made me feel like that it's an impossibility <laughs> I would say, no, I'm, I'm going to nuance this slightly, God forbid, right? If somebody manipulates you and bullies you over a period of time, then I think they can gain control over you mm -hmm. and make you feel bad. 
Yeah. Like, so I think there is, I think it can be too easy to go, no one can make you feel a certain way, but somebody definitely can influence you over a long period of time. Yeah. And I think it takes exceptional people to be resilient or impenetrable to that. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's can be victim to that. Yeah. 100%. I, I think, um, just to just to clarify that it's not like when, when i say things like no one can make you feel like that i appreciate that there are situations in, in which somebody has uh, gained control over you yeah. for any number of reasons mm -hmm. like it could be physical abuse it could be mental Emotional, it could be yeah. very subtle it could be very subtle actually it happened to me when i was in my early 20s mm -hmm. Uh, somebody manipulated me over a long period of time and if you'd asked me back then if it was possible to manipulate me I'd have said no. No, that, that's the thing manipulation and you don't know what's happening to yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah and it caused me a lot of problems for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, the effect that that control from another person had when I didn't think I could be controlled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know so you know, you might sit and look at me now and go, she's so confident. Yeah. But look at what, I mean, if I, I will tell my story sometime about all the things that I've had to go through to, to be who I am now. But don't for a minute think I was just born confident and I just came out this way and it was just natural. There was so much work yeah. had to go into it. I dare say for everybody that's confident that it's they've had to learn how to be that way yeah nobody's intrinsically born with that that you've just got to uh i don't know i never set out to be confident i suppose that was that was more like a offshoot it was more like a a bonus <laughs> a bonus for the other things that i looked at working on and i looked at working on being somebody who i was happy with mm -hmm. so i didn't know that would result in confidence like I was never shy of standing up and like talking in front of people but I don't think that was confidence so much as I'm just good at thinking on my feet I'm good at like being put in an awkward position mm -hmm. that's that's where I fire quickly it's not really got much to do with confidence mm -hmm. um that wasn't about me feeling good about myself and walking around thinking that uh thinking that I was a nice person, could tell you actually I wasn't a very nice person. <laughs> so, like if you ask me about who I was, I don't think I really knew who I was. Yeah. So the evolution of becoming much more confident was much more to do with like working on, do I treat people well? Am I happy with how I move through this world and the decisions that I make that are going to affect other people mm -hmm. without relinquishing uh, my my sense of self yeah. and without um, sacrificing myself as well because you don't need to sacrifice yourself no. to be a nice person and that's the being like too nice yeah that's that submissive when yeah. it falls into that uh, sub submissive thing yeah well, you don't value yourself then you let people walk over you like so that so it's like not looking to control people letting them be it's not up to you how they yeah, live their let life let people be that is it you know like mm -hmm. don't like somebody can't offend you if you're not looking to be offended yeah. you know and you'll become lighter your your humor becomes easier it's like uh, folk are like you know you can't say anything now because you're going to offend somebody 
is that true? <laughs> like, is it true? Don't worry, true. <laughs> like, so, I mean, that, that leads us into a slightly different thing, which I think is interesting, though, is, like, why are people so easily offended now? Because we lack confidence. Yeah. Yeah. They're terrified of, like, the world being against them. Mm -hmm. And so they're on, they're hyper vigilant, looking for reasons why the world is going to attack them. I'm interested to know if that's correlated to the increase in like social media oh, yeah. use when Definitely. there's that. Definitely. Because social media is all about you're seeking external validation, you know, whatever you're doing on social media, it's that. Um, I mean, also, no confidence doesn't lie within external validation. So I'm very interested. <laughs> yeah. I think so that's something I maybe overlook a little bit is the influence of social media because I don't I'm not on there so much. Mm -hmm. I don't I I use it as a tool. Mm -hmm. It's certainly not entertainment for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you build your personality on several hours of social media a day, you're gonna be in trouble. Yeah, definitely. And you're never gonna know who you are. Yeah. And you think it might you think we we might be referring to you posting and getting lots of likes, but it's not it's who's messaged you that day and you get a little bit happy when somebody sent you a message and it's also what are you looking at mm -hmm. like what is it that you're finding entertaining mm -hmm. are you finding things that are demeaning to other people entertaining mm -hmm. are you thinking that's funny because it's happening to them not you mm -hmm. like is that something that you're feeding or are you watching hours and hours of these apparently perfect looking people and you're convincing yourself that is the only way that you can look yeah. in order to be happy. Mm -hmm. Like, what is it that you're feeding yourself? It matters. It matters so much. And I'll tell you, that is going to have an impact on your confidence. That, yeah. You're not going to be confident if you feed your brain with hours and hours and hours and hours of things that are not going to, like, work in your favour. And there are things on social media that are good. Yeah. But you've got to filter through it. You've got to be a little bit of a connoisseur yeah. of like decent content. Yeah, you're right. And it can be really subtle. I very rarely follow other crossfitters or weightlifters. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. I don't care. And that can, you can start that comparison thing. So if you're on social media, that's probably actually one of the biggest takeaways for the person asking this question. If you're spending hours on social media mm -hmm. comparing yourself. Maybe that's the first step. That's the first tool that you take to get yourself off of there, really. Yeah. Or spend less time or, you know, whatever. Stop allowing yourself to be told, mm -hmm. like, what to do, what to look like, what to think, what's funny, what's not funny, what's okay, what's allowable, what should you be wearing, how should your hair be styled, like, you know, what's the, what makeup products should you definitely buy, what food should you definitely eat. Like all this stuff you are being told and you don't even know you're being told it. Yeah. That manipulation is subtle, isn't it? Manipulation is subtle and mm -hmm. it's very subtle. They spend millions to Million. be subtle. Mm -hmm. And to to sneak into your psyche. Yeah. And all that stuff is gonna have an effect on your confidence. If you're not happy with who you are yeah. and you're seeking out like things that like confirmation bias, you know, mm -hmm. you're seeking out things that compound your feeling of your inadequacy. Yes. You know, and you're constantly like looking for, I don't know, you have an image in your head of what you want to be like fitness wise or, or physically looking. And that's the, that's constantly what you feed yourself. You, you just get more and more and more and more of it. And all you can do is look at yourself and go, but I'm not like that. Mm -hmm. I need to be like that. I need to look like that. 
but then you're still not actually you're also not actually doing anything mm -hmm. like so because i'll tell you see if you see if you're sitting at home and you're watching hours of social media high-end crossfitters and you're like oh all i want to be is like a lot of look like name your top female crossfitter of the day don't know mm -hmm. Daniel Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I want to be like Daniel. I want to look like Daniel Brandon, right? I want to, uh, her physique, right? And you're telling yourself that over and over, and you're doing nothing. Mm -hmm. You're just watching her mm -hmm. on a loop, wishing that you were like her. No. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Because see if you started on that journey. Like, if you actually then went, right, I'm going to do this. I am going to be like that yeah. and you actually start on that journey and you start to get fitter and you're doing this and it's not about the fitness it's the, the, that you're doing the positive thing for yourself mm -hmm. the fitness does play a part in it because the more physically capable you feel that does generate a physical confidence yes as in a feeling within your body that you're physically capable yeah. mm -hmm. i don't mean a, a an aesthetic confidence, confidence yeah. mm -hmm. which weirdly it does well. come yeah. <laughs> it does come from that feeling of capability mm -hmm. because you carry yourself different yes you yeah. walk around different so if you start your training and you're trying to be like daniel brandon guess what somewhere along the line you'll stop trying to be like her yeah. because you'll be so happy with yourself yeah. you won't care anymore. you'll forget you'll yeah. forget that's ever how you started the journey mm -hmm. and that 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 feeling of inadequacy that you had when you were looking at videos of her when you were sitting at home that's that's long gone because yeah. you're starting to feel confident about yourself and your own physical capabilities yeah. that like you don't need that carrot anymore no. and the person that you are when you are training you know you're getting yourself up and you're doing the hard work yeah. there's a certain confidence that comes with that as well mm -hmm. so. i i an example i've used often is that think of it like this because you can be unfit and confident, but that's a that's a, a different story. Um, think of it like this. So you're walking down the street, you're on one side of the street, and somebody who is not fit is walking down the other side of the street. And there is somebody coming along who's looking to rob someone. Mm -hmm. You're going to pick the other person yeah. because of the way you're walking, mm -hmm. because you'll walk differently when you're fitter. Yeah you'll walk with more confidence, mm. you'll walk more upright, your posture will be better, your presence will be stronger, mm -hmm. you'll not be hiding away and stooping and like, you know, Hunched over. hiding, yeah. Yeah. you know, you're willing to be there and be present and they're like two different people mm. and uh, you don't look like a victim. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It yeah. matters, it really yeah. does matter. Yeah. I think I think that's quite a tangible one. People can feel that. They can feel their vulnerability yeah. or they can feel their lack of vulnerability and that's it. And they know straight away which one they are. Mm -hmm. No worry, you can change. You can change. You know, if you yeah. if you do feel vulnerable just now about your physical capabilities and you would like to feel differently about it, you can definitely do something about it. You can def it doesn't take much, by the way, of picking up weights before you start to feel more capable. Yeah, so quickly it happens, yeah. so quickly. 
Yeah, you've seen progress, absolutely. I do actually feel like we could talk about this endlessly. Like, <laughs> big long-winded question. We hope you answered your question. I feel like we have already talked about it a wee bit endlessly, so I think we're probably, I think that'll probably do it. Yeah, that's enough questions there. We're undoubtedly going to talk about confidence and where it comes from again. Yeah, so much because it's so important. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that was a good, and thanks to everybody that sent us questions. If you've got any, you can leave them in the comments. Um, is it that? No, I, th I think that'll, uh, that'll do. That'll do for today. Yes. Thank you for watching. See you later. Bye bye.